0: Today on The Topping Show, Vivek's shutdown FBI tweet gets 4 million views in the first 24 hours. Bud Light New Year's tweet gets last year's ratio. Tucker Carlson goes viral for a clip on Epstein's family being unable to get medical documents. Ron DeSantis' DC at least tweet goes viral. Now only 13 electric vehicles qualify for the U.S. tax credit. Mickey Mouse is now in the public domain and 675,000 cans of formula are being recalled due to a bacteria risk. All of that much much more on The Topping Show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice today. guys. say he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see. That's a joke. If you're an IT leader or business owner, you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of January. So if you click that button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Now, going over to the business part of the podcast, you have now only 13 EVs qualify for the tax credit in the United States. Now, that'll be for the years 2024, obviously. Now, well, granted, car companies like to be a little bit unusual with their naming nomenclature, so you know you'll probably have next year's model number introduced this year and all those kind of weird things. Now, this comes to us thanks to consumerreports.com, or rather .org, but... They note that in order to qualify for new parameters to qualify for the tax credit, which, again, tax credit is a pretty penny. Well, granted, a pretty vintage penny, which is actually worth something because it's made a real copper. Modern money, which perhaps is a good one for, for the United States monetary policy, it's 99.999% zinc or 99.99% zinc, which is also known as trash. It's just copper-plated, which is why it's garbage. Now, again, that U.S. tax credit, last time I checked, it's, <coughs> excuse me, the federal tax credit is specifically $7,500. So if you buy one of these boondoggles, you'll get a tax credit of $7,500. You also have a, a disposal vehicle that won't be worth much and could also be remotely disabled. And for a lot of reasons, I wouldn't purchase it. But nevertheless, there are some consumers that appreciate the technology there are a lot of people who are buying them. Now, it looks like the credit is going to depend heavily on where the EVs are not only made, but now their battery components and the minerals where the batteries come from. And also how much the actually vehicle cost so they also know that the restrictions may not apply if the EV is leased instead of purchased which um I don't know about that so I've had anecdotally I've had a few friends of mine actually lease the new Hyundai electric crossover I forget the actual name granted it's only well, has two pedals not three pedals so my interest level precipitously drops but nevertheless there are a couple mechanisms that companies are using now granted they might be it might be played out in the courts on the federal level in terms of you know how are they get these numbers to qualify the tax credits but the way I've seen it done is that some of these leasing companies are actually able to pass on the savings to consumers in some cases so it'll be interesting to see are they going to try to change that around and it is interesting I wonder why the government cares because again the vehicles are still being purchased albeit they're being leased a company is purchasing them so it is moving the industry artificially with the government incentives. Now, they note that the tax rate is part of the most ironically named piece of legislation in U.S. history. Perhaps the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, which is hilarious in how much they lie to us in terms of it did the opposite and it caused more inflation. But nevertheless, that's what they called it. And they claim that it was. That act was supposed to address climate change, health care and taxes, which Hilariously, they did none of those things. Now, they also note that the provisions addressed to go to the VV vehicles tax incentives. They know that vehicles must be manufactured in North America and have an MSRP below $80,000 for an SUV and $55,000 for a sedan, wagon, or hatchback, which is also not great since the U.S. government caused such huge hyperinflation. So, the average price of a new vehicle, at least for 2023, I believe is around $54,000. Now, Interestingly enough, this also sounds like you will not qualify for the Lucid credits, or if you buy a Lucid vehicle, which is the premium, high-end electric car manufacturer. Which I don't. Know, aesthetically, it just looks like a boring sedan, not worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Plus, you have to pay for the tax title registration, all that jazz. So, I would never buy one, but some people do appreciate that vehicle. Now, they specify that in order to qualify for the first three thousand seven hundred fifty. A portion of the vehicle's battery components must be produced or assembled in North America. To get the second, 3,750, a portion of the critical minerals used in the battery must be extracted or processed in the U.S. or in a country that is in a U.S. free trade agreement partner, or they must have been made from materials recycled in North America. These percentages will go up every year starting in 2024. And they also note that... Anyway... 2004, which is also when vehicles and components from countries that have been designated "quote" foreign entities of concern will no longer be eligible for the tax credit. Now, they also go on to say, starting 2024, eligibility for will be determined based on the individual vehicle, not by model. Automakers will submit the vehicle identification numbers of eligible vehicles to the IRS, and only those vehicles will qualify for the tax credit. A Treasury Department spokesperson told. Consider reports that some VINs within a make and model may be eligible for tax credit, while other VINs may not. Making it nice. Introducing more complexities and nuance. Great job, government. Now, they also note that they claim that none of these regulations apply to leased or leased EVs. So, potentially buyers interested in an electric car or plug-in hybrid that isn't eligible for tax credit may want to consider leasing instead of purchasing. Let's see here. So going down to the specific makes and models that we expect some changes. Let's see here. So they note that the Chevy Bolt and Bolt EUV should be eligible for the tax credit. The Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid should be eligible again for the full dollars $7,500 tax credit. Ford F-150 Lightning. They are still reviewing if it'll still be eligible. So heads or tails, you're not sure yet. The Lincoln Corsair for Grand Touring, should be eligible for the $3,750 tax credit, which, hilariously enough, because my background in technology, for a fraction of a fraction of a second, I immediately thought a Lincoln, well, I guess nowadays, it's not out of the realm of possibilities since EVs are basically computers, but I immediately thought Lincoln SUV with like a Corsair computer in it Corsair makes a lot of aftermarket kit components, high-end keyboards, RAM for the computers, great fans, cooling. So it's funny they have the Lincoln Corsair. Nevertheless, the Jeep Grand Cherokee 4XE should be eligible for the $3,750 tax credit. The Jeep Wrangler 4XE should be eligible for, again, the $3,750 credit, which I still... I can't fathom someone buying an electric Jeep. It's happening, don't get me wrong. There's sales, it's not zero. But again, to get a Jeep, it, not only is it a Jeep without a V8, which they should all have, them. I know straight sixes are extremely popular for the platform, but yeah, to have a Jeep without a stick shift and an intercombustion engine, it's almost like a double negative. It's like, whoa, oh, what are we even doing? But nevertheless, some people buy it, allegedly. Never seen one in person, but nevertheless. They also note that the Rivian R1S and the R1T should qualify for the $3,750 credit as long as the MSRP is under $80,000. Volkswagen told Consumer Report that is optimistic that 2023-2024 model year ID.4 EVs will be eligible for tax credit under new rules. Who's in charge of marketing at Volkswagen again? I forget. They call it the ID.4 EV, which... I don't know. I'm never a fan of having numerical nomenclature in terms of just pick something cool and creative. At least a Lincoln Corsair made me laugh because it made me think of you know putting RAM, you know, a little RAM and you know a new CPU cooler into your car. Right? It makes you I don't know. Let me know in the comments. Do you think that's ridiculous when some companies will just do letters and numbers instead of an actual model name? I think partially because it's a lot easier on a global scale. You don't have to worry about. Words changing in meaning, as well as being translated differently in other countries, but still. Now I'll go on to what vehicles are losing the tax credit. Now they start off with Tesla is warning its consumers that the rear-wheel drive and long-range versions of the Model 3 will no longer qualify for the $7,500 tax credit. So presumably because again, those are premium vehicles, and the price point would be above the ones that we mentioned earlier, the $80,000, and I believe it is the was it $54 or $55,000 new price points it needs to hit, or fall under, rather. Oh, yeah, MSR. Interesting, yeah, MSRP, $80,000. And then for the SUV, and $55,000 for the sedan wagon hatchback. Now, again, going back to the vehicles that are losing their tax credits, they noted that a Nissan spokesperson tells Consumer Reports that the automaker is continuing to work with suppliers to determine the eligibility for the LEAF in 2024, but they don't have additional information, which will be detrimental for the 18 people who wanted to buy a Nissan Leaf. I mean, it is the biggest joke of electric car. They, perhaps they do, they deserve a Malcolm of credit for being the first, one of the first major automotive companies to make a large quantity of electric vehicles at a lower price point. But again, it's such a low price point. The materials, the build quality, the design, it's all rudimentary to say the least. It's better than a golf cart, don't get me wrong. Though, there's something cool about having a golf cart that actually is made by a defense contractor that also makes military vehicles. There's that, that is kind of cool. Look, at, look into that, it's a real thing, but nevertheless, I guess Nissan's still trying to figure it out. The Cadillac Lyric and Chevy Blazer EV will temporarily lose the eligibility. Person for John Motors tells consumer reports that in early 2024, the Lyric and Blaze EV will remain in eligibility after the changes to where the parts are sourced from, so they need to change those sources. They expect the Chevrolet Equinox EV and Silverado EV and GMC Sierra EV will be eligible at the same time. They note that the Ford Mustang Mach-E will likely lose its federal credit in January, so in a couple weeks. Eh, Well, actually, not even weeks. It is January, so sometime this month, as will a e-transit van and the Lincoln Aviator Grand Touring. Interesting. So it'll be interesting to see how many of these companies acquiesce to quickly changing where they get source materials. Because again, that's a huge, $7,500, that's a huge incentive to buy an electric vehicle. I, I would argue it's one of the top reasons people are buying electric vehicles the past maybe five, 10 years, were those huge, ridiculously large tax credits and government incentives that the taxpayer is paying for. So it'll be interesting to see at the end of the day, I mean, will we ever, because again, it's very, Difficult to make to actually manufacture vehicles in the US, especially sourcing raw materials because the EPA and a myriad of other reasons. So, it'll be interested to see again, there are some nuances in the requirements and come from allied countries. But at the end of the day, how many of these vehicles are still going to qualify the $7,500 tax credit? Seems to be perhaps the t- tides are turning, so to say, and tax credits won't be there much longer. we will be interested to see, but as I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting business views, you have Mickey Mouse now in the public domain. It finally happened, which I was actually astonished. I actually did. This is something that Disney has consistently throughout the years lobbied against. They've actually gotten the date pushed further and further and further, but it actually finally ended up falling into the public domain. Now, granted, this is a particular design. You know, It's the original Mickey Mouse from Steamboat Willie back in the day, back when Disney was actually had a brilliant founder. They actually had morals and values. Words that are actually foreign, if you to actually go to Walt Disney headquarters today. Subsequently, they would probably look at you in a, as if you were a foreigner, if you were to speak to them and actually talk about, well, what morals or values does this uh, children's film actually portray? They would look at you like you're an alien, perhaps. But nevertheless, Walt Disney was a genius. He founded the company. They made some great things back in the day. Now, this is thanks to Bobby Armstrong, the editor at LinkedIn. They note that the original Mickey Mouse, one of several 95-year-old copyright works, has entered the public domain earlier this week on Monday. So that could be meaning it could be remade on a page, stage, or screen without permission. They note that leading the way are the versions of Mickey and Minnie Mouse that appeared in Disney's eight-minute black and white film, Steamboat Willie. A Disney spokesperson said, quote, modern versions of Mickey will remain unaffected, unquote, by copyright's expiration. Let's see here. Now, Harvard professor said, "Well, I was gonna say, how many of us have lost a lot of faith in that? We used to respect Harvard decades ago. Now, it's becoming more and more a joke." Now, Harvard professor said that anyone who create recreates anything that more closely resembles that, Mickey will likely be sued. Well, obviously, if it's the new, if it's a more refreshed design, that is, yeah, probably, because that's going to still fall under copyright protection. It's only the rent. Root- well, oh, now it's rudimentary. At the time, it was breaking work. It is revolutionary to have those types of animations back. In the day, they actually wrote on it. The things that Disney used to do were groundbreaking back in the day, in terms of fit the animation they put together, actually drawing everything out. But nevertheless, this specifically again is going to the original design. Now they note that this has already sparked dozens of parodies. Actually, now it doesn't even have to be a parody, but people are making NFTs, of course, and they also released a trailer for a Mickey Mouse horror film. Other properties on the, quote, public domain day list include Winnie the Pooh, Pal Tigger, Charlie Chaplin's Circus, Cole Porter's practice song, Let's Do It, Fall in Love. So it'll be interesting to see. I still can't believe Disney let this happen. And don't get me wrong, it's a law. It It was scheduled to happen. But, again, Disney historically has had that law been extended and extended and extended. So... It is fascinating that it actually happened. I if I were a gambling man I would have never put money on this to actually happen. It'll be interesting to see how many people try to make a profit off of this now. And again, it's it's just the original one, and I think again the horror category is a huge genre, and perhaps with that there's more of an appeal towards vintage things, but if you tried to like reboot it as like a modern cartoon I don't know. I wonder if this will be a massive opportunity for artists to create new works of, I was going to say new works of art. I still consider it a copy because they are using it. Let me in the comments. Do you think this will spur a whole revolution in media, advertising, creativity in that regard of using that materials again, or do you think a lot of people who are already doing it or are doing it, they're just doing it under the table or unlicensed? Similar to you read all these articles about people going to Comic Con and people will make all these unlicensed fan art which is a gray area and that uh, probably not the best example cuz i know that's a legal a little bit of a legal gray area if you change the character enough but some will just knock off the intellectual property completely and they'll make like a super mario brothers uh pillow or something like that where it looks like the same character so it'll be interesting let me know in the comments if you think this actually bursts or you know cause more works of copy art to come to the forefront or I don't know, if you think it'll just kind of stay the same and won't be changed too much. Be fascinated to hear what you have to say. Now, going over to the culture part of the podcast, you have Tucker Carlson on Epstein's medical documents. The family can't get the usual records. That's going viral. Now, this comes to us thanks to X, or as a couple people are still calling it, known as Twitter. And again, within, what is it, the first 24 hours, this got 7.1 million views on X. And this is, again, from Tucker Carlson's personal account. And he, he has a little text before the actual video. It looks like a little undercover video, perhaps, or someone has, like, a little hidden camera on their lapel or their breast pocket. Now, Tucker Carlson says, quote, The U.S. government claims Jeffrey Epstein killed himself in a federal detention facility in Manhattan four and a half years ago, just before his trial. If that's true, why are there so few records available from that night? Here's Mark Epstein trying to get a copy of one of the most basic documents of all, the pre-hospital care report written by the Emergical Medical Services team that moved his brother's body out of the cell will be interviewing Mark Epstein soon. without further ado, play that clip really quick. It's uh, only about two minutes long.
1: Lower man, lower Manhattan. Okay, but as of right now, you're telling me you can't find the PCR report. Not for the 10th of August, 2019. No, not in. It's not in to find apartment database. I don't know why. If it's supposed to be there, we'll find out. But first you've got to get the letters of administration before you can take them anywhere. Yeah, you see, because the date on here is the 10th the of 19th. That's the day they found him, they took him, and he's he dead. Well, then they might've taken him directly to the morgue. No, he was in the hospital. I have photographs of him in the hospital too. Oh, well, I'm, I, you didn't tell me that. I'm, yeah. I'm just going by. Yeah, no, no, I understand. I'm just trying to explain yeah. what I know. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened, but uh, so far he's not in the fire department database. I don't know why. Um, and uh, could they have taken him somewhere? Well, see, he, he, he has a photograph of the fire department personnel. That doesn't, doesn't generate documentation. Yeah. But what did he say I couldn't hear? He said that because you see the fire department, because you see the fire department personnel there, that doesn't mean they provided documentation. Because they told me they did. I spoke to them. Yeah. And they were the ones who suggested I get the PCR report. Well, well, they're saying one thing, but the computer is saying something else. Yeah. But well, since I heard that with my own ears, I believe them, and I don't know why someone played with the computer, and no, it's not there. I'm just telling you the situation. I'm not saying either way. I'm just saying the computer is saying one thing, and the information you got for them is different. Right, so but the computer saying, what the computer is saying is that it doesn't have a record of this. That's, that's what I'm trying to tell you, yes. Yeah. And I don't know why, uh, what's going on.
0: I think we all know why. This is the... Phenomenon in which three people in the United States perhaps still believe that Epstein didn't kill himself. He was in a federal prison when the two security cameras just didn't work. And security guards are just different. Just For some reason, they were just absent. And he just somehow died strangling himself. Allegedly. Well, no, he certainly didn't strangle himself or kill himself. I don't think anyone's that naive to think that anymore. And, fascinatingly enough, the security guards that were not doing their job, they just got a slap on the wrist. So, two cameras just happened to just not work. Interesting. Yeah, what are the odds of that? Yeah, basically zero, exactly. Now, again, that got a little over, actually, yeah, within the first 24 hours, it got 7.1 million views and 81,000 likes. So, as you might say, it went very viral. And I suspect it will be overwhelming positive responses in terms of the feedback and comments, but let's dive in and find out. Someone by the name of Western Lensman says, quote, politicians squirm when you ask about the release of this information. And he is responding to his own tweet, and he said, quote, Bill Clinton is reportedly to be named multiple times in Epstein's flight logs when they are released. This video shows Senator Dick Durbin confronting about why he refused to support the release of the logs. And it looks like this kind of cliche video of someone ignoring the reporter. Lando Bittner responded with a Simpsons meme where you have Homer starting to read a piece of paper and they say, hmm, cover your ears if you have children listening to this segment. It says, quote, not a single person who paid to take advantage of children on Epstein's Island had been arrested, unquote. They use the R word, but not the you know, mentally vacuous one, the other one. And that got 6.2 thousand likes. Letter type comments, one comes from Emergent Perspective, and they say, quote, we know why the hashtag Epstein client list has been so hard to come by. And it's the little, what was it, the picture, juxtaposed picture from the office where you have Jim pointing at the whiteboard two times. And the first picture of Jim from the office says, they're not arresting Jeffrey Epstein and that, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's clients because they and Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine because they are their clients. I got 5.7 thousand likes. yards said, quote, Happy New Year. It is a picture of Epstein that was turned into an air freshener hanging from the mirror in a car, I think, or a truck. <laughs> Excuse me. And it says this air freshener didn't hang itself. Got 2.6 thousand likes. Travis says, quote, Anyone who thinks Epstein did it to himself shouldn't be allowed to vote or drive, unquote. It got 5 thousand likes. D. C says, quote, things that make you go home, and it's a picture that says, quote, if you think it's a coincidence that Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer became a federal judge, and that very same judge of thousands of judges was the person to sign off on the Mar-a-Lago search warrant, you haven't been paying attention, unquote. That got 9.8 thousand likes. Paul Susva says, quote, Jeffrey Epstein had information that could bring down Big Pharma, the government, corporations, and Hollywood, He was murdered to protect the establishment. Everyone knows it. He facilitated child trafficking like never seen in modern history. Exposed it all. Unquote. I got 5.5 thousand likes. Let's see here. saw says, quote, meet the dude who is in charge of Jeffrey Epstein's autopsy. He came out of retirement just for Epstein. Also did George Floyd's autopsy. Also did OJ's autopsy. Also did JFK's autopsy. Eighty years old means no, nothing, I'm sure. Looks like, hey, gentlemen, it's a book. I think it's a book called Postpartum with Dr. Michael Baden Autopsy. What do they have in common, Dr. Michael Baden? Let me see here. Oh, wait, it looks like he responded as well. He also did the autopsy for Martin, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. They got 5,000 likes. Do two more, one, two more, really quick. Let's see here. Right Angle News Network says, quote, only two possible scenarios are true about this case. Either someone came in and did it to Jeffrey Epstein, or it was fake and Jeffrey Epstein is still alive. He had way too much information, way too many powerful elite people in the United States. They had to censor him. Follow us if you like and agree. And that got let's see here, uh, eight hundred and thirty-seven likes. Do one more really quick. Got someone by the name of Anne Irish saying, "Quote: Why didn't we hear more about this guy?" And it's a news article that says, quote, Jeffrey Epstein, associate Jean-Luc Brunel, is found dead in a French jail cell. They got 421 likes. Says, the youth might say it went viral, to say the least. Will we ever get a real answer? I'm pretty pessimistic at this point. I mean, let me know in the comments. Do you think that the full list will ever be released? And... I was gonna say, how many people would really believe at this point? How many people would believe it if it even was released? And let me know, are you one of the three people who actually do think Epstein killed himself? I'd be f- especially fascinated here if that is your opinion. If you have any supporting documents or any thoughts of why you would believe that, that'd be especially fascinating here. If you have to say. Other interesting cultural news: You have Bud Light New Year video gets last year's ratio. Now this looks like is their last call for 2023 and the video won't pause okay so this is to celebrate the new year uh, is this a Twitter issue or an X issue so is there's no volume on this video so it's one of the pay let's see So they say, last call for beers, tell the bartender we're on our way. And, pathetically, it got less than 14,000 views. This is a couple days later, it's not like we took this one minute after midnight. So yeah, within 48 hours I took these statistics down, it got 13,300 views, and 92 likes, which is also known as nothing. And for some reason, I don't know if this is a glitch in the system. See here. Try resetting the browser really quick because for some reason I don't know if it's just them doing marketing to be moderately different to get our attention which makes I guess it makes me think twice. Yeah, I guess there's no volume. All right. So it's one of the Manning brothers going to the bar. Walks up to a bar. Walks past a guy. Holding two glass... What? Again, I don't know how inebriated the people at Bud Light are, but it looks like just a video on repeat with no sound. It doesn't show the product. It's just... I'm guessing it's one of the Manning brothers walking up to a bar? I guess... There's a blurry sign in the background that you can see is the outline for the Bud Light logo. But it's not very persuasive or entertaining this I mean, this is really mediocre to say the least. It has to be one of the worst ads I've ever seen. They didn't even show the product in focus, interestingly enough. So, I mean, I think that's a ridiculous ad and I was going to say, spoiler alert, a lot of people in comments do as well. So, let's jump in the comments and see what they have to say. Let's see. Now I don't know if this is a real profile. Someone actually says, I need a few, which... Jesus, I can't... If your life is so bad where you think you need Bud Light in your life, reach out to help or call, uh, start praying. Do something. I mean... Don't lose hope. Is all I'm saying. Like, please know someone out there loves you. If if you're at the point in your life where you think you need a Bud Light, just just know things will get better. I, uh, statistically speaking, I it is uh, they will get better. Just, just know if you ever in that dark place, just know. Now again, that person says I need a cup of Bud Light. It sounds like a made-up person. Let's look at him and see if he's real. So again, this alleged person's name is Ken Brown or Kevin Brown rather, drawing in 2021. So he's not. Didn't just create a profile overnight. And he's got 1,181 followers. Now, granted, it's all about quality over quantity. I have 231 followers on my X account, at N-I-C-T-O-P-P-I-N-G. I also have one for the show called At The Topping Show. And looking at Kevin's profile, and he is mentally vacuous, to say the least. He's one of those drones where everything he does is just repost, especially for that BS hashtag millions, where they claim, well, yeah, you could enter... Which again, how much is your time worth if you're actually typing this out? It says, oh yeah, follow and reply and follow at hashtag millions for a chance to win a hundred dollars. Retweet for an extra, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> retweet for an extra in today's giveaway. Which again, this isn't building brand loyalty for Bud Light. It's just finding people who like free crap. Which I I don't see that it make won't make you money long term. So I don't understand that. So let's say that's. That's not really. And because, again, no one liked that comment. That just happened to be the first comment. In terms of the sample size, it's not even that good of a, in terms of the feedback. They only have 59 comments. Jeez Louise. So, that person's mentally vacuous. Now, Elnel Quino? I don't know if this person is just mentally vacuous or ridiculous. This is a profile picture of a child. And they have 92 followers joining 2015. And that person just responded to Bud Light with a little emoji of a, uh, what do you call it, a beer stein? Or just a mug of beer. Which also shows you how ridiculous Google Android is. They got rid of a gun because they thought that was evil. They replaced that with a water gun in terms of the emoji library. But you can have alcohol, which kills more people than, oh, I was going to say, it's just an inanimate object so it doesn't actually kill anyone, but... Many people have worse experiences with alcohol than firearms. But nevertheless, this a, this person's name is, I don't know how you pronounce this. I'm not trying to be offensive or anything. It's just know. Quino, Q-U-I-N-O. Go to this person's profile, and then they are mentally vacuous. Again, they're just reposting for every company you could possibly imagine to have a small opportunity to win some freebie, including Bud Light. So again, I I want to say, that did get one like. So I don't know who did it, but someone did like that response. Let's see here. We'll do, let's see. Now, oddly enough, so it looks like the first three comments are, well, not real. They're mentally vacuous or so robots. But there is a third one. This one is Teresa. This person is, has 615 followers, joined in 2016. This person simply responded saying, last call here, I'm waiting. And what is this? Melodies of Listen to my eighties album? Okay. So they repost for someone who makes music for the eighties and a bunch of stuff where you could win free crap. So again, someone who has way much way too much time on their hands and they just want free stuff. And again, they only got one like. Not to brag in terms of, you know, being too bombastic for myself, but I did get two likes on X a couple of weeks ago for my post. The best likes far bar none, all about quality over quantity. Some might caught the greatest likes ever. I got two, but they were the best, obviously. And granted they might be the worst impression you've ever heard all year, but we're only a couple of days in. Plenty of time to make it more impressive throughout the year. Nevertheless. Those are all ridiculous, obviously. Now, Bud Light does, res- I guess they deserve a modicum of credit. Not a lot, granted, but perhaps they're slightly less inebriated because actually they responded to these people. Previously, when we were covering it earlier this week even, that was too much effort for them. They would just do nothing. They posted, then they didn't even interact with the, I was about to say fans, for the freebies. And, and Bud Light said, quote, see you tonight, which, so that's how they responded to Alquino. And then Teresa, who said, "You know, last call. I'm here waiting." They said, "Sounds like you need a beer," which, again, if I had, you, didn't, I was about to say, because if you have, I was about to say, if I had all the money in the world, I still wouldn't buy Bud Light. If I had no money at all, like even in college, I, I, a Hawkeye vodka was hot, was popular. No affiliation with the University of Iowa, hilariously enough. Talk about missed opportunity for marketing. But that was one of the popular drinks when I was in college in Iowa. But like in terms of, the, they are the cheapest, cheapest grain alcohol you can get. But in terms of like a cheap beer, what's cheaper than Bud Light? It's not much. But like I was gonna say, even if I had no money at all, I wouldn't buy a Bud Light. If I had no money at all, I wouldn't buy alcohol, obviously. But I, I still can't think of a scenario where you would enjoy that liquid. Truth be told, at all my corporate events, we now have a bunch of products. We usually have Yaling. And then Shiner, which I didn't notice until recently, or moderately released a couple months ago. Yay, still family owned, oldest brewery in the United States. Shiner, obviously, Texas based, awesome beer as well. And I believe they're still family owned. But going to the real comments. By real comments, I mean comments are written by people who have a modicum of intelligence. They're not just wanting free crap. And they're getting more than zero or one likes. Now, the first real comment comes from a profile by the name of What Would Elon Do? this individual says quote peyton shilling for bud light now i expected this from kelsey but not for peyton i'm no hard on bud light till oh geez louise grammar be damned i'll read it exactly as written again quote i'm a hard no on a bud light till there is no acknowledgement of their preposterous evaluation of a dude dressed up as a woman the fact a B thinks they can memory hold the Mulvaney disaster is insulting unquote they got 12 likes as one of the most popular responses thus far Lord three Lord says quote you guys need to sponsor <coughs> excuse me Shane Gills I'm quoting four likes which one I don't think they would ever do because he's already drinking it for free There's, not much incentive for them to actually throw money at Shane Gills. Shane Gills is a hilarious stand up comedian. I mean, he is viral to say the least, but now he drinks the product for free. So they have the product placement. It's already there. It's on the table when they're drinking with Joe Rogan. And Shane says a lot of things that I don't think Bud Light HR department would appreciate, which I suspect is why the only comedians you see who actually get big endorsement deals are the really neutered or mediocre ones like Kevin Hart, where he's in all the commercials for. Well, the financial institute that sponsors him, Chase. He's in all those commercials. Like you don't see Chappelle in a lot of commercials. Let's say that much. Now, going back to the comments, someone by the name of Dario Dion Ondario Mirto, which, yeah, well I'm probably butchering that name. This individual says, "quote." <clears throat> actually, they have a GIF. He says, "never forget." And the GIF, or Mr. Youth might call it a GIF, it is someone who simply says, "super, super duper gay." Unquote. They got five likes. They also have... Tim Travels, 0072, says, quote, and he has a picture, actually, with a little text on it, and it's the Pabst Blue Ribbon beer, and it says, Pabst Blue Ribbon, a beer for dudes who still like their chicks without dicks, unquote. They got seven likes. Jay Child says, quote, No way, dude. This stuff will make a man forget what his butt is used for. I'll pass, unquote. They got 16 likes. Jay Mills says, quote, nothing like a Guinness, unquote, getting 15 likes. Steve Davis says, quote, still on your way downhill, unquote, getting 13 likes. B-ball cookie says, quote, nope, won't, we won't ever forget, unquote. It has the most viral thus far. They got 18 likes. Let's see here. Someone by the name of Mayer says, quote, just saw this ad, while watching the Chiefs putting a hurting on the Bengals. Hilarious. Can't believe there hasn't been a rainbow emoji? Limited edition Bud Light can made yet. You double down, now triple down, that'll keep me quiet, unquote, gain four likes. But they have made those cans in the past, and again, they sponsored Pride Parades for three decades. That's in my three cents, I don't think that's a point of contention. I think a lot of people are w- wondering, why are you sponsoring Dill Mulvaney? who, again, the average audience viewer for Dill Mulvaney on the the most popular platform for Dylan was Twitter it was about 15 years old which spoiler United States you cannot sell beer or any alcohol for that matter to 15 year olds so I think that was a big, major point of contention but yeah in terms of the Gay Pride cans I, I've seen the bottles and advertisements for the parades and I'm pretty sure you could have bought them from a brick and mortar as well let me see here someone by the name of Scrappy Italian simply says quote unquote sell out unquote Got seven likes. Will says, quote, sorry, Peyton, wrong beer, unquote, getting nine likes. Let's see here. Publis says, quote, I'm too Friday, now I've touched drink a Bud Light, unquote, getting eight likes, and is a perfect throwback, uh, actually a callback to their brilliant head of marketing, Alyssa Heiderschild, who should be written down in every business book from here for ongoing for the past, maybe five decades, as a perfect example of what not to do. Because again, Bud Light, Again, anheuser Bush and Bev owns 40 plus beer brands, but the Pacific brand Bud Light, they lost about 30% of their sales by dollar amount, about 26% of their sales by volume, all because of Lisa list of She thought, well, we've been the top beer for over two decades by number of sales, but I think we're brand, she actually said on video, our, she thought the brand was too fratty. She wanted to go after a new audience, which, again, for having, for having billions of dollars in resources, what they should have done if they were smarter, or they weren't, create a new brand and go after that target market. Again, I think it's morally vacuous to actually advertise beer to your children, but if that's what they wanted to do, if they wanted to break the law and do that, they should have had another brand, perhaps. It probably wouldn't have worked any better, but at least the Bud Light brand wouldn't have been dragged through the mud so thoroughly. Let me know in the comments. I mean, it just... Yeah, she, she will be remembered, to say the least. It's also a great example of how inept the U.S. in terms of politics and laws and being, bullying businesses... The CEO of Bud Light and Mr. Bush, he said, oh, yeah, well, we we, we haven't fired her because we're worried about lawsuits. She's on a, um, we're going to call it a leave of absence. That's the the term they use in all the terminology in video as well as in the text because they're so worried about her suing them, which you should not be worried about firing an employee if they destroy your brand, again, by 30% of your sales. That used to be what we would call common sense is, yeah, they're fired right now. In addition to breaking the you could argue they broke the law by advertising to children. I think there's a legal case to be made in that regard. But yet, yeah, not only did you lose the moral high ground, not that they had much high ground to begin with, but morally you're vacuous to, again, advertise a product towards children that is not child appropriate. But again, you destroyed the sales as well. So there's many factors that lead me to think there's no reason this person should not have been fired. Let's see here. Continue to just scroll down. Uh, Marcus simply says, quote, the new Bud Light board team members, unquote. And it's a drag show. And they're all dancing. And the screen on the text that flashes simply says gay. And there's people clapping. And they got eight likes. Let's see, Adventures of J&K says, quote, sorry, not even Peyton can save you, unquote. Getting six likes perhaps up to upgrade to Tom Brady, who's actually a sports balls player as people know. Ha, kidding, I know people who love sports balls know the Mannings. Let's see here. Do one or two more. It's all fire and rescue simply replied with a throw up emoji that got six likes. And again, infinitely more likes than the, peop- than the very few people actually responded in a positive manner. Granted, we know they're either robots or mentally vacuous people who are, you know, the positive responses thus far. Apollo D. mal entree sippery responded with a picture of Dil Mulvaney holding the Bud Light can dressed up as Audrey Hepburn with the Audrey Hepburn hair, the, we call it the elbow-length uh, gloves, and the smile as awkward as Ron DeSantis or myself. That smile, it's that could be perhaps a another contest for another time who has the most awkward smile I'm not saying i'd win but probably in the, i'd probably, probably be in the running to say the least that did get seven likes though let's see we'll do one more brian simply says quote go away groomers unquote I got 10 likes jim the fat guy who a plus marketing the profile picture is in fact of a overweight gentleman Jim, the fat guy says, quote, congratulations, you are now the most despised beer in America, unquote. They got 12 likes, which, yeah, there's some logic to that in terms of most people are kind of apathetic towards beer. Like, most people literally hate beer. It's like, it's, (laughs) excuse me. I mean, you might not like a beer. Like, you might think, eh, I I don't care for the taste. I don't really like the taste or the marketing. But, I mean, they've actually achieved something very rare. Or used to be more rare, still moderately rare in business, where people are actually viscerally disgusted by the business. So it is an achievement. Not good for sales or you know, a lot, but still. Uh, Tabor simply says, quote, you're still gay, unquote, getting nine likes. Jim, the fat guy responded again, saying, quote, to the interns that have to post the first comments on this tweet, do you throw up in your mouth a little bit when you have to post that garbage, unquote, getting eight likes. Here. I mean, that would be a fantastic challenge in terms of if you're an intern at a company or even if you're an entry level marketing manager, just like a marketing person, if you could somehow, and again, it would be a tall order, it would be extremely complex, but if you could actually turn around their social media accounts, I mean, that, that would be a huge marketing achievement. Again, I'm not sure how you go about doing that, I mean, I have a couple kernels of ideal ideas, but that'd be a huge achievement if you could pull that off. I mean, the odds are infinitesimally small, but as a wise pilot once said, never tell me the odds. So we'll do one or two more really quick for a move on here. There's, and again, I'm scrolling, trying to see like, hey, maybe there's a couple positive ones, but no, and again, I'm reading all the ones that have the top, the greatest numbers of likes. So I'm not cherry picking here. There's a couple where they're saying, like, what is it, an old Bud Light commercial where it's the medieval times or the um, little castle where they say dilly dilly. Like, this guy says, I could use a few Bud Lights, but it got zero likes. If I look at this guy's account, whose name is allegedly Jim, who, you know, have the gif or the GIF for the Bud Light. You're in the little, media, in the little medieval times castle. go, you know, dilly dilly. And this Jim character has 34 followers. He did join in 2019, so it's not like an overnight new account. And he... Going to his profile. Mentally vacuous again. Just... Let's see here. So he's just reposting for all the free stuff. Now, in terms of politics, perhaps he does align towards the new Bud Light demographics. One of the most interesting, or I'd say... Horrifying, depending on how you interpret this. He did a tweet, and he said, "Quote: How about NATO offering a hundred million bounty on Putin? Think any of his cabinet or soldiers would take the offer?" Not a very popular tweet because it got zero likes. But it looks like he is not exclusively someone who just reposts for free stuff. So that's why, upon examination, it looks like it is a real person. We could also argue he's mentally vacuous, but they are getting a couple of real comments here. Again, no one, no one liked it. So overall, let's see. Oh, finally scrolled to the bottom. We got a little fun disclaimer saying, "Quote: Show additional replies, including those that may contain offensive content." Of course, they're gonna click that. Let's see here, what are they trying to hide from us? So River City Dude has a GIF, and it says, "Not to be." Uh, it says, "Cheers for." The Q word, the pejorative term for people in the homosexual community, though, uh, depending on when, I can't keep up with all the terminology, not the terminology, but the the cultural acceptance, sometimes it's okay to say that word, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's only they can say it, but it's what used to be the pejorative term for homosexual, uh, ho- the homosexual community that starts with a Q. And it simply says, cheers, Q word, and that got three likes. Again, that was also hidden Another hidden super secret tweet or post comes from Tricky Kiwan. And they say, quote, how's the piss water going with your bombing sales? Unquote, getting two likes. Mo Be Good has a gif from Cheers, a good throwback old TV show. And he says, quote, Budweiser for perverse people, unquote. And the gif says, what's that stench? Hashtag it's not normination. That's lost on me, but I'm sure it might be an inside joke, or some people might understand the correlation with the GIF. That got two likes, again, before it was hidden. Let's see here. Someone by the name of Nicholas simply says something about winning free bets. Zero likes for that. Someone by the name of Moby... Actually, this sounds familiar, I think. Oh, yeah, it's another repeat. So, well, same person, new tweet. Moby Good says, quote, we identify now as the Queen of Beers, and it's a picture of a man with pigtails, a beard, and the Dilma Mulvaney can being held. And they got one like before it was, was hidden by Bud Light. So again, celebrating the new year, but they still had last year's ratio. And again, given how they haven't really changed much, most of their marketing and their approaches, I suspect... The actual responses and feedback on social media for Bud Light won't get better anytime soon. But, let me know in the comments if you're fascinated here, what you have to say. Now, going over to the political part of the podcast, you have Ron DeSantis' DC Elite's video going viral, but still has his iconic awkward smile. Now, this is a quick 20-plus second video on X, or as fewer and fewer people are calling it, they call it Twitter. This is coming from his personal, specific profile. And before the video, he says, quote, We must defeat the D.C. elites. I am the only candidate who has actually defeated them, and I'll do it the same as president, unquote. And it looks like he has a little video here.
1: They've corrupted our institutions. Indoctrinated our kids.
0: Looks like there's a picture of a... What do they call it? The uh, BDSM LGBT thing with a dog mask and a collar and there's two gentlemen dressed up like that and they're kneeling in front of a child I guess she's about seven or eight years old and she's holding the not the trans pride flag the just the pride flag the one without the triangle the little arrow triangle the marketing isn't consistent trying to stay ahead of it can be difficult so it's got that going
1: Opened our Weaponized government against us. And destroyed the American dream. Ron DeSantis is the only candidate who's
0: That smile. So again, I don't have much high ground to stand on. Truth be told, mine is probably just as awkward or debatably more awkward than Ron DeSantis, but I mean again, is him looks like he's signing a bill right there. Yeah, so he signed a bill. And he's just like, I mean, at least he has good teeth. He got, I don't know if he got some work done, but that's an upside. But again, I, I don't know if it's just a fake smile or I don't know. Let me know in the comments who has a more awkward smile. That could perhaps be a good contest. Who's defeated them? We beat the teachers union. We beat Fauci on COVID. I beat Soros. And as your president, I will not let you down. I'm Ron DeSantis and I approve this message. Dave. so that was pretty good for actually for one of his campaign videos the real question is where was this a year ago because again DeSantis started at around 31 percent in the poll aggregator last year he's now down to about 11 percent in the poll aggregator which again that's a average of all the polls we have and those polls sample sizes are they're not huge they're usually between 500 and maybe 3,000 registered voters actually I'm curious what's the update for the poll aggregator see if there's any new data in there no it's worse than we thought so again this is in the poll aggregator Ron DeSantis is now behind Nikki Haley so Nikki Haley again this is poll aggregator she's now at 11.4 percent Ron DeSantis is at 11.3 percent now Vivek actually came up so Vivek is actually he's up to 3.9 percent Last week, he was around 3.2%. You know, Chris Christie at 3.7%. H. percent the same, still at 0.6%. And Trump's still way ahead of everyone. He's at 61.3%. But, again, I guess I'm not too surprised since if you look at the funding, a lot of the funders have been shifting to Nikki Haley the past couple of weeks. So I, I suspected this would happen. But it's interesting. So in theory, he, has, he actually has less funds so he should be doing less. I'm actually surprised at the quality of the video, because again, well, the music pre-articulate, the sound effects are pretty good. You got the cool, I was gonna say, the youth might not know what the actual clock is in terms of like a mechanical clock, but that's what you hear at the very beginning of the video, which I like mechanical engineering, so I think that it sounds cool to me. But I mean, in, <laughs> excuse me, in terms of marketing, I mean, the visuals are good, the music was good, the content was pretty good in terms of, again, he has some track record to run on here, and he has some achievements. Many of them good, but again, I don't know if he just didn't focus on those enough early out the gate. And again, there's still plenty of time for him to go up in the polls, but we shall see what the future brings. Now, in terms of the analytics of the video, I took these. these it's not like I waited, you know, two minutes after he posted this. We waited 48 hours before collecting the data." And again, <coughs> excuse me, that within that 48 hours, or the, at the end of the 48 hours, more accurately, he got a little bit under 400,000 views. Now, specifically, he got 368.7 thousand views and 4.4 thousand likes. Now, I mean, I I think it's better than his usual posts. Now, let's dive in to see, you know, what are the average comments looking like? Are they good? Better than usual? Maybe? Or is it the usual 50-50, kind of 50-50 hit, 50% good, 50% bad? Or... Is a more of an outlier where he has a Chris Christie effect, which is a fascinating phenomenon, statistically nearly impossible, where he has zero positive responses to your original post. Again, they actually have happened twice to Chris Christie, um, which is astonishing because presumably he has family, friends, a campaign staff, allegedly, perhaps a delivery person who knows him by, you know, he's got on the speed dial. And yet, they couldn't be bothered to give a positive response to Chris Christie. So, let's go in the comments and see what they look like for Ron Sanders. First one comes from Matt A, and he says, quote, there is no competition. Ron is the best governor in the history of America and will be <coughs> excuse me, one of the greatest presidents. We need someone who will fight the swamp and not make it bigger like Trump did, unquote. And I got 107 likes. Someone by the name of Babel365 says, quote, wrong. Trump defeated them in 2015 16 in a huge upset. And the only reason you beat them was because of trump unquote they got 140 likes so thus far the traditional you know desantis 50 50 split is holding true and trump did endorse desantis i think they certainly given the shifting voting patterns of people who were moving to florida and it became more red over time i think that probably did help desantis pretty bit uh uh pretty substantially so i'm not too surprised there let's see here Scrolling down here. Someone by the name of Linda Trias has a rudimentary picture of DeSantis's boot, and they're they painted like or they painted, they use a little stencil outline of like the inside of the foot, and she says, quote, how tall are you trying to be exactly, unquote, which is an allegation to the boot gate, in which a lot of people think he's wearing high-heeled boots so he can lift himself so he can look taller. Which again, marketing just crashed and burned. He did not handle that correctly at all. What he should have done, and again, he's starting to slowly start to go on podcasts, which he should have been doing, again, months ago. But he went on the Patrick Bett Davis podcast, and Patrick Bet David gave him, like, a box of shoes or boots. is like a, I don't know if it was a joke. But DeSantis could have easily, you know, like, laughed, said, Yeah, you know, I'm actually, you know, I am six feet. And he should have just, again, like, he to, you can solve that problem in a New York minute just by taking the boots off. But no, he's been very sensitive about the topic. He's been dodging the question left or right. And it's become a whole controversy, as silly as that might sound. And again, her little post got 92 likes, specifically. A couple more comments here. You got, who is John Gatt? Says, quote, your campaign is in a hospice. You will be gone soon. Thank God, unquote, getting 66 likes. Brian Pitfall says, quote, who are the DC elites? Unquote, getting 38 likes. Meacham Proud Vermin? Says, quote, you're so running, that's hilarious, unquote, getting 45 likes. Brian the Scotty, who does get it? A B plus for marketing. They do have the Scottish flag and a little emoji in their name. He says, quote, stand aside, stop embarrassing yourself around, unquote, getting 83 likes. Carlos says, quote, 17 days until victory in Iowa, unquote, getting 25 likes. Let's see here. Mike Sasparella says, quote, hashtag real. Donald Trump 2024. And you know that, Ron, unquoting 69 likes. Jamie Girl says, quote, it wasn't your turn. You could have waited, unquoting 23 likes. Shannon Elkis says, quote, you are the swamp. No, thank you. I'm sticking with Donald Trump. You made a huge mistake and have ruined your career. We see who you are now. My son 23, my daughter 22, my daughter in law, law 23. And many of us and our friends will be voting for Trump. Unquote. Getting 42 likes. The doppelgangers say, quote, Oh, shut up already. You are not going to win. Drop out and support Trump like a normal person would. Unquote. Getting 38 likes. Ian Weber says, quote, Backed by Paul Ryan and Jeb Bush, though. Hmm. Getting 33 likes. Jamie Girl also says, And you're a backstabber. You'll never get my vote. Unquote. Getting 20 likes. Terry Maxey says, quote, who did you defeat and how did you quantify that you're, quote, the only one to do so? Unquote, getting 40 likes. Nick Flores says, quote, in 2016, Trump defeated them at the national level. If not for COVID and belt harvesting due to Rana, he would have defeated them in 2020. You have only defeated them at the state level, unquote, getting 35 likes. Wayne Tech says, quote, brah, you haven't defeated shit. How about the global elite cabal? You're not defending anything with those high-heeled boots, L. Step aside for the real man, unquote, getting 68 likes. Two more here. Scott Howard Fishman says, quote, you're only still running to fool naive donors into sending you money, clown, unquote, getting 58 likes. And Sowell Train says, quote, haha, you're owned by the global cabal, unquote. Getting 18 likes as I scroll down more and more. Let's see here. A lot of people gain between 10 to 20 comp, uh, likes all giving accolades to Trump saying Trump's going to win 2024. You know, something of the fact that you'll never get my vote or a lot of people saying, you know, not your time. So actually a little bit worse ratio than usual. I thought it I actually thought it'd be a little bit better than usual and again i guess it is reflecting in the polls as he's gone down lower and lower and lower that you know his team's not great at marketing perhaps there's a semblance of hope for people who do believe in desantis well given the fact that now he has less resources perhaps they'll have to be more creative you see this in business all the time where either they'll have a downturn they need to turn their business around they don't have as much capital sometimes that actually does force you to get creative and try new things, use different materials, do di- use different methodologies for advertising. So perhaps this will force him and hopefully he'll, maybe he'll find fire some of those, or maybe he won't be able to pay some of those inept people who had previously been doing marketing for him. But again, as he's, I, I believe this is the very first time he's actually gone, yeah, this is the first time he's been below Nikki Haley in the poll aggregator in a year, ever. So again, as his competition is getting a lot more resources. They're getting more press in some instances. Let me know in the comments. Do you think there's any hope for his campaign? There's, there's no time, don't get me wrong. But again, he has less fuel, less ammo for the fight, whatever member before you choose to use. And his competition is getting that same amount of support that he lost, if not more. So let me know in the comments. I'd be fascinated here what you have to say. Other interesting political news, you have Vivek's shut down the FBI tweet gets 4 million views in the first 24 hours. Or as the youth might say, it went ridiculously viral. Now this is on X, or as as few and fewer people are calling it, on Twitter. And it's a little bit lengthy of a tweet, but nevertheless, I'll read it word for word. Vivek says, quote, shut down the FBI, and yes, this is much more practical than it sounds. The FBI has 35,842 person staff." of the bureau that are professional bureaucrats should be fired immediately. Just 44% of the FBI employees and special agents and intelligence analysts. These 15,770 specialists should be reassigned to serve under the narrow focus of other federal law enforcement agencies doing the same specialist work. Reassignments include U.S. Marshal Service 821 specialists analysts transferred crimes against children. Department of Defense, Counterintelligence, Defense Intelligence Agency, 4,159 specialist analysts transferred. Department of Homeland Security, 4,663 Specialist Analysts Transferred, National Security and Terrorism. US Secret, Secret Service, 856 specialist analysts transferred, political corruption. Department of Justice within a specialized sub-agency rather than a sprawling investigative bureaucracy. 2,700 sorry, 2,555 specialist analysts transferred civil rights, organized crime, violent crime, science and technology, including crime laboratory analysis across agencies, Department of Treasury, white collar crime, Federal Crime Enforcement Network, 856 specialist analysts transferred. Unquote. And again, that got 4 million views in the first 24 hours. And he also got 62,000 likes. And... I suspect many of the comments will also be will be overwhelmingly in support, but we'll dive in and find out in a second here. And it's fascinating to see again in the poll aggregator—he's still well below DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Again, we're working with what data we have, and it's not perfect. Those polls are usually between you know a couple hundred, a couple, and best a couple thousand people, so it's not the best sample size, granted. But he seems to be doing radically better than the other prospective candidates. On social media granted there's not a direct correlation between social media and polling So it'll be interesting to see when the real numbers start to come out. I mean Does that shift things the poll dramatically? I mean, how accurate are the polls we have now? We seem to be inaccurate in the past But again, he seems to be getting a lot of traction a lot of people are giving him accolades online But let's dive in the comments and see what they're saying So the first comment is actually from Vivek. He simply says reform are over, or he said, sorry, revolution over reform joined the movement and it's a little link to donate to his campaign that got 5.2 thousand likes and half over half a million views let's see here Western Lensman says quote, why isn't the FBI doing anything about this? And he retweets a article that says quote, I just shot my wife in an AR-15 and that is how a 911 call began that sent SWAP members to at least four Ohio Republican state lawmakers' homes in the past several days, unquote yeah, swatting is a crime, and that's a great, it's a great threat. A lot of people are losing their lives because of false accusations, and they go in guns blazing, obviously. And that got 1.6 thousand likes. Let's see here. Paul Stutz says, quote, you had me at shut down the FBI, unquote, 1.6 thousand likes. Pundit Paranoia says, quote, not quite Vivek. Have you thought about repealing the Patriot Act and dismantling every agency that came with it? Say that you will. It's the biggest government grab of po- or power grab in U.S. history, unquote. They got 2.7 thousand likes. Oscar Herrera says, quote, I like that you don't just throw out ideas. There's actually a plan behind it. Not many politicians do this, unquote. But I got 2.8 thousand likes. And he says not many politicians do this. I mean, I really can't think more than one or two. Can you? I mean, it's a very unique value-added prompt where it actually sounds like he knows what he's doing and what he plans on doing. Because, again, when it comes to politics, you usually have the cliché BS commercials where they say, "Yeah, we need to get Americans back to work, and they never actually quantify how they're actually going to get anything done, yet alone the steps necessary to make it a successful idea. So that is a huge value-add. I think a, a lot, and we see this, again, in other responses to other posts that he's had on Twitter and, and, uh, and um, on X. Again, I'm not a doctor. However, if you click the subscribe button, it very well may assist with my speaking ineptitudes and my stuttering. Again, there are very few guarantees in life. Just saying, can't hurt to click the button. Now, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here in terms of other popular comments. Someone by the name of Eddie simply says, agreed. And he has the, which yeah, Vivek was brilliant in marketing in terms of during the last Republican debate, he held up a little poster, not a poster board, he held up a little notepad, and the notepad says Nikki Haley equals corrupt. And he held it at the perfect angles that not only could everyone read it, but I suspect he did that because he knew everyone was going to turn it into a meme. Case of point right here, that instead of saying Nikki Haley equals corrupt, this person has shopped it to say, shut down the FBI. And that got 1,000 likes. Let's see here. Colin Silvers says, quote, it's not red versus blue. It's people versus corrupt elite, unquote. Getting 1,000 likes. Rudolf Trofus is quote, is totally compromised and no longer acts in the interest of the people or the republic. All credibility is gone after the Russia hoax and the Whitmer kidnapping plot. It has to be disbanded, unquote. It got 756 likes. That'd be fascinating to see if there's a poll on how many Americans actually approve and trust of these agencies. I can't help but think, probably pretty low. Probably. (laughs) Let's see here. We'll do one more here. Luddite, Luddite says, quote, they were created to fight organized crime. Now they run it, unquote. I got 808 likes. So again, overwhelming. Let me see here. Well, I was about to say overwhelming popular responses, but let's see here. This is a, someone you consider a leftist in terms of this person is very active on social media and they are politically aligned to one way. His name is Luke Zeliski. He is a legal affairs editor, longtime former research director at G- GQ Magazine, and head of fact-checking at The Resistance. Got 114,000 followers. This is someone who, I don't know how mentally vacuous he is, but this is probably a good case in point. The thing that he's most proud of on his profile for Twitter, or X, is he pinned an article where it says, would a father let his son play football? And he says, this is the story of our life. And he also hints, oh yeah, might be violent, can't have that, might even hurt the kids. And he is very, he very much tr- suffers from Trump derangement syndrome. Nevertheless, one of the, the first rant that he has on here, which has the most popular number of likes, I don't know if this is a coincidence, but he did get 666 likes for this statement. So again, this comes from Luke Zeliski and he says, quote, Vivek wants to fire your family members and your friends and kill your government and pay private sector corporations to control your life for his country club, he- Hedge Fund Douchebag Friends America. He's never taken an oath or served anyone or has even had what you consider a real job, unquote. Which shows how mentally vacuous is Luke. Very. Because again, not only has he had a job, but Vivek actually built businesses, which is one of the most difficult things to do, especially in the United States with so much red tape and regulation. It's almost it's prohibitively hard to actually start and have a successful business. Vivek's done that. And, again, he's not talking about transferring any of these responsibilities to the private sector. He's talking about getting rid of a lot of them and making the government more efficient. So, there. again, it's not 100%. There is a couple of negative pejorative comments against Vivek, but overwhelming, a lot of positive responses. Again, at the end of the day, it'll be interesting to see, will that actually translate to the polls? Do you think it will? Let me know in the comments if you fascinated here, what you have to say. Now, going over to the business blunder of the day, you have formula recalled due to infection risk. Now, specifically, this is a New York Post, New York Post article by the name of Shannon Thaler, and she says, quote, More than 675,000 cans of baby formula are being recalled over bacterial infection risk. Now, it looks like, wreck mead johnson has voluntarily recalled over 675,000 cans of its Nutra amnesian hypoallergenic powdered infant formula products or risk that the product could potentially cause bacterial infection. They note that the specialized formula, which is given to infants allergic to cow's milk, what? tested positive for the pathogen Cronobacter sakaziki by the Israeli Ministry of Health, according to a press release issued by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration last sunday the chronobacter bacteria although found naturally in the environment can cause life-threatening symptoms in infants less than one years old including fever low energy and seizures according to the cdc now specifically in terms of the products that are affected they have the batch numbers that include zl3 fhg cl3 fmh zl 3 fpe zl3 fqd ZL3FRW and ZL3FXJ. Now they note that the product came in either 12.6 ounce or 19.8 ounce can, and have a use-by date of January 1st, 2025, and the universal product code of 300871239418 or 300871239456. That is according to the FDA. Now it looks like a spokesperson for the New Jersey based pediatric nutrition company said that the formula issued a voluntary recall was manufactured June, 2023. A primary disputed between June and August, 2023. Now they have another one, they issued another recall. Let's see here, let's see. So be interesting to see, I mean, hopefully again, relying lining the situation. It looks like they've gotten ahead of it in terms of I We don't see any Infants negatively affected yet in terms of their health and well-being due to this product So they're ahead of the game, but again, I mean this isn't the first time we've covered this topic on the show But there's a myriad of product recalls and ones that society and a lot of people put the most weight on are ones that affect the youth and In this case, that's I would argue also where the biggest brand reputation comes into place because again, parents have purchasing power, so obviously you want to pay attention to them. But just morally as well, you have a product that you should have a special, high levels of care, scrutiny. They should be testing these products thoroughly, to say the least. And to have an instance where they can have an issue, and there could be some detrimental health issues from that, that's just got to be the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Again, trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of January. So, if you click that button, I greatly appreciate it. Also, leaving a comment is a great way to give me some additional feedback on how I can make the show better and better and improve myself. If either it's being a little more articulate in my words and not stuttering so much, which, if you click the subscribe button subsequently, does help a little bit. If you look at the trends, it has worked thus far. And also, leaving a thumbs up is a great way to help with the YouTube and Rumble algorithm so the videos get shared more and more. So, I'd also appreciate that. Also, lastly, don't forget to take time to Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your co-workers, heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone, just stay safe, fight the good fight.